0: It's Film Week on L.A.S. 89.3. I'm Larry Mantle with Nancy Olson livingston Oscar-nominated for her performance in the 1950 classic Sunset Boulevard. Olson played young script reader Betty Schaefer opposite William Holden's veteran screenwriter, the burned-out Joe Gillis.
2: Hello, Mr. Sheldrick. Hello. On that basis loaded, I covered it with a two-page synopsis. Thank you. But I wouldn't bother. What's wrong with it? It's from Hunger.
0: Nothing for lad.
2: It was just a rehash of something that wasn't very good to begin with.
0: I'm sure you'll be glad to meet Mr. Gillis. He wrote it. This is Miss Kramer.
2: The name is Schaefer, Betty Schaefer. Right now, I wish I could crawl in a hole and pull it in after me.
0: If I could be of any help.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Gillis, but I just didn't think it was any good. I found it flat and trite.
0: Exactly what kind of material do you recommend? James Joyce, Dostoevsky?
2: I just think that picture should say a little something.
0: Oh, one of the message kids. Just a story won't do. You'd have turned down gun with the wind. No, that was me. I said, who wants to see a Civil War picture?
2: Perhaps the reason I hated Bases Loaded is that I knew your name. I'd always heard that you had some talent.
0: That was last year. This year I'm trying to earn a living.
2: So you take plot 27A, make it glossy, make it slick? I, I, I.
0: Those are dirty words. You sound like a bunch of New York critics. That'll be all, Miss Kramer. Uh, Schaefer.
2: Goodbye, Mr. Gillis.
0: Next time, I'll write you The Naked and the Dead. Writer-director Billy Wilder approached Olson about the film after spending considerable time talking with her about growing uh, up in Wisconsin and her experiences as a UCLA drama student. In fact, Sunset Boulevard was Olsen's second film. She didn't anticipate the public reaction to the movie. She'd already married, moved to New York by the time it released... Nancy Olson livingston has written about that among many, many experiences in her life in a front row seat, an intimate look at Broadway, Hollywood, and the age of glamour. Nancy Olson livingston good to have you with us today on Film Week.
1: Oh, thank you, Larry, for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: At 95, you have <laughs> a long life, many experiences to cover, but let's start with your time filming. Sunset Boulevard, you have a terrific chemistry we just heard with Bill Holden. Was that chemistry there for from the start?
1: Well, first of all, Billy spent a lot of time chasing me around when I was walking on the lot, getting kind of acquainted with just Paramount. And he'd follow me into the commissary and he kept asking me questions. And I really could not figure out exactly why. But he wanted to know what was it like growing up in Wisconsin? My father was a doctor. What was that about? And all of a sudden, the Talent Department said, Nancy, you have your first assignment here. You're going to do a film called Sunset Boulevard with Bill Holden, and you'll be playing the part of a an aspiring young writer, Betty Schaefer. And I think as I years have passed, God knows, and I have put together the fact that Billy was curious to know how I articulated things. How? What was it like to be a, a UCLA student, which I was at the time? And what was I learning? And how did I like it? And it, it isn't that he was going to write about that. It's just that how did I express myself? And how did I handle the language?
0: And you clearly passed.
1: And I passed the test. And when I read the script... I couldn't put it down. I was fascinated with the story, and I wanted to know what in God's name was gonna happen. And to work with one of the greatest directors of all filmmaking, especially of that time, was a privilege. And Bill Holden, he went to war after that. And when he came back, he was signed to Paramount, and he played secondary roles. It, the the wife the the female had the lead and he was kind of played the second half. So this film was an opportunity for Bill to really present himself again, and he was in a troubled marriage at the time. He was already drinking too much, and so this was he was very vulnerable and the character that he plays, Joe Gillis, is
0: also vulnerable. So it's a perfect match of actor and character.
1: And it's so interesting that Billy, in casting, understood exactly what he wanted
0: and who was going to deliver it. So was the chemistry then a natural outgrowth of that? It was because Bill
1: really wanted to do well and wanted this relationship to be real. And so did I. If, I, if I'm if i going to bother being in a film, I wanted to do absolutely the best I could. And um, there are some scenes that are the back lot scenes, the dialogue. I
0: love those scenes.
1: Those are so beautifully written. They really are. And the scene, the love scene on the balcony uh, when he says he turned you were standing alone and it was done actually on the lot on that balcony
0: at and, Paramount.
1: and the camera was on a two story you know thing that put a, put it up there and it was very interesting bill billy wilder said now listen nancy and bill you're gonna this is where you start this is where the dialogue shifts you're going to come over at Bill to Nancy and at that moment in the script you take here her in your arms and embrace her and kiss her and he said I'm going to fade out this scene with that embrace mm-hmm. therefore if I don't say cut very quickly you cannot disengage. Just keep holding her and kissing her. And I thought,
0: oh, my God. (laughs) How old are you? Are you you 20 at this point?
1: I'm going on 21. Okay. And uh, anyway, that scene won many prizes for being one of the most beautiful love scenes ever filmed.
0: So intense.
1: And um, the, the dialogue is he asks me, what happened? And I turn to him and I say, answer, you did. Whereupon he takes me in his arms. And many people for years, if I ask, well, what happened? They'll turn to me very slyly and answer, you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Olson Livingston with us. We're talking about her new memoir, A Front Row Seat, an intimate look at Broadway, Hollywood, and the Age of Glamour. Oscar nominated for Best Supporting Actress for her performance uh, in Sunset Boulevard. When you got the nomination, here you are you know, 21 years old or whatever when you... you find, I was, was 22 by the time. Because well, the film took a while to come out. <laughs> well, what? And here you are married, you've moved to New York. What was that like to be nominated?
1: Well, first of all, you know, I did four pictures, Sunset Boulevard, Mr. Music with Bing, Crosby, another Union Station with Bill, with and then an, uh, Submarine Command. And before any of them were released... I married Alan Lerner, Alan J. Lerner, Lerner and Lowe, yeah. and who had already written Brigadoon. And I'd moved to New York and I said to Paramount, I do not want to be a movie star. It's isolating. I'm in this sound stage from seven in the morning till six at night, six days a week at that time. And I am 21 years old. I need to be in the world.
0: And you wanted a family.
1: Yes. And because I came from a doctor's family in the Midwest, I, of course, assumed that I would have a traditional life, a husband, children, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it was stunning when the reviews, when Sunset was first released before any of the others, and the reviews were just amazing. One of the most, the greatest films ever made, you know, magnificent. What oh, Still considered that. It was that. unbelievable. And, of course, the phone started ringing. <laughs> and the pressure for me to continue to work was really overwhelming.
0: We're talking with Nancy Olson Livingston, a front row seat, an intimate look at Broadway, Hollywood, and the age of glamour. She'll be signing copies of the book at the Cinecom Film Conference that's coming up Sunday. She'll be there. Right after Submarine Command, which she just mentioned, it screens at noon. She will be talking about her life and signing copies of the book at 1.30 at Cinecom this coming Sunday. It's Film Week on LAS 89.3. We'll be back in just one minute.
1: Support for L.A.S. comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center presenting American Mariachi by Jose Cruz Gonzalez. It's the 1970s and women can't be mariachis. Or can they? American Mariachi is a feel-good comedy about familia, amor, and tradicion that will send your heart soaring and put a bounce in your step with a wave of vibrant, infectious live music. On stage through June 9th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org.
0: It's Film Week on LA it's 89.3 Larry Mantle with Oscar nominee Nancy Olson Livingston her book A Front Row Seat an intimate look at Broadway, Hollywood and the age of glamour. You were talking earlier about that kiss that scene that went on and on with Bill Holden.
1: Well, what the, ended it? <laughs> what happened is that the I, one of the reasons Bill said do not discontinue the embrace. In fact, just keep it going. And if it sounds like a long time that I'm saying before I say cut, just don't pay no attention to that. Well, of course, the camera started moving back. He never said cut. Bill and I are kissing and kissing and kissing. And finally, there's a female voice from down below that because there was a group watching this and it said, cut, damn it, cut. And it was Mrs. Holden. I think it was a setup that Billy (laughs) somewhere arranged. On the other hand, it was... Very shocking at the time.
0: It, it, I'm sure. Bill, the Billy is Billy Wilder, the writer-director of Sunset Boulevard, <laughs> Nancy Olson livingston Oscar-nominated Best Supporting Actress for her performance in, in the film. Did you spend any time with Gloria Swanson, or was it just totally Twan- separate?
1: Well, yes, Gloria Swanson was lovely, and she was the she was the one on the set who knew that she would never be forgotten again and that she understood what this film was about and what this film exposed is that stars were commodities they were they were made to sell Therefore, you were described as much more beautiful as, than you really were, much sexier, much more vulnerable, much more everything. Marilyn Monroe is a perfect example of that. And she was the perfect person because, because she was so vulnerable. So she went along with it. And it, it exposed something that was cruel, because once they were through with you and you began having, you know, lines on your forehead and your side of your cheeks,
0: they threw you away. So how do you feel now seeing so many older actors uh, and women actors in prominent roles, television, films? um, That's got to be heartening for you to see that.
1: I'd say bravo. But actually, I also did not want to be Prisoner in a soundstage for 24 hours a day. And I wanted to meet more people. I wanted to get out into the world. And when I met Alan Lerner, who was out here doing um, film for, at MGM, a very famous one, we met. Just kind of swept me off my feet. And we married and moved and moved me to New York. But I was wanted to be in New York. I wanted to be part of the theater world. I wanted be, at that time, the writers were extraordinary. I mean Rogers and Hammerstein age, yeah. and Tennessee Williams and all of them were just Cole Porter. The talent was truly unbelievable. And somehow, Larry, I think it's
0: changed. Was, was that the most enjoyable, fulfilling part of your career, being in Broadway productions for you? Well, it
1: certainly was different because, you know, to be a film, the camera tells the story, not just you. And, you know, as somebody, as my first husband said, he said, you can't go to a bookstore and buy a screenplay because the camera tells half the story. If you have a character who's in a deep, deep depression, the camera comes in and does a close-up of one tear coming down the cheek. Well, in a proscenium arch, you have to explain how you feel. Mm -hmm. You have to express it. And you have to reach the last row of the top balcony. So it has to be done with language. Language. So that's why you go to the and, and you buy George Bernard Shaw and Shakespeare and Moliere, et cetera, et cetera and Tennessee Williams.
0: Yeah, they work as written works as it's well. It's
1: because it's the writing and the description of people's emotions.
0: Before we close, I, I want to hear the story of I've Grown Accustomed to Her Face. Oh. How that song was written. It's a wonderful anecdote with your first husband, uh, Alan J. Lerner.
1: Alan was in, in the almost at the end. As a matter of fact, they were casting and starting the beginning of rehearsals. And he buzzed me from his studio, which was one floor below us. And he said, Nancy, come down. And I went down the little stairs and he said, I have to write a song for Higgins at the end of the first act. It has to be a love song that is not a love song. And I said, would you like a cup of tea? And he said, great idea. And I raced up these little narrow stairs, brought the tea tray down the stairs carefully, and Alan was watching me. And he said, Nancy, you really are a very pretty girl. And I banged the tray down, and I said... You just noticed. We've been married five years. We have two little girls. You're, you don't go to the office. You're here breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you've just noticed. He said, "Oh, come on, Nancy, please." He said, "It's just that I, I've become accustomed to your face." And then he said, "Don't move." <laughs> and he raced over to his desk and, in his little script, he came back and he wrote. I've grown accustomed to her face. I picked up the tray, went upstairs. The doorbell rang at 6. I knew it was going to be Frederick Lowe, Fritz Lowe. And Fritz, of course, said, Nancy, I've been summoned and I've been invited for dinner. I said, I've already set a place. I knew you were coming. And he went down the stairs. I buzzed them for dinner. They talked all the way to dinner. They went down and worked until midnight. He came back the next day, had dinner. at 11 o'clock that night, I get buzzed. And I was in my robe and slippers. And I came down the little stairs. And Ellen was standing in the curb of the piano. Fritz was at the piano. Nobody played any bit better, by the way and they sang to me i've grown accustomed to her face she almost makes the day begin etc oh i love it. i've grown accustomed to the trace of something in the air accustomed
0: to her face and I love how you describe their almost little boy enthusiasm as they're performing this for you, wanting your feedback on this song.
1: Yes, of course. And, and they looked at me and said, what do you think?
0: Both of them with this anxious
1: feeling of, is it okay? And I said, it's beautiful.
0: Great song, a classic a classic of Broadway theater. Uh, Nancy would go on to be married to Capitol Records executive Alan W. Livingston, a very important figure in American music, the revival of Frank Sinatra's career, so many other artists that he championed when Capitol really established <coughs> itself as, as an artist's label in music. Uh, she's a mother of three, went on to do many uh, Broadway productions we mentioned, TV roles as well, The Absent-Minded Professor and its sequel. <laughs> and also Pollyanna. Nancy, thank you for being with us, talking about your career and your life. And again, Sunday afternoon, 1.30 at Cinecon at the uh, conference, uh, you'll be talking about signing copies of your book as well. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, Larry.
0: Nancy Olson livingston Oscar nominee for Best Supporting Actress for the classic Sunset Boulevard, her memoir of Front Row Seat, an intimate look at Broadway, Hollywood, and the Age of Glamour. It's Film Week on LA 89.3. Have a wonderful weekend from all of us at Film Week.